This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Welcome to the bonus round, your Monday episode of Guestimators, the game show where guesswork beats Google. Uh, this podcast is the place to hear all the fallout from last week's Guestimates quiz. There's a lot of it as well. And you get the inside track on this week's uh, questions that are coming up. Uh, let's let's deal with our own personal Guestimates team fallout uh, right now uh, and discuss the uh, incredible gear change in Statman Matt's hairstyle that's happened in the past 48 hours. Uh, Matt, take it away. Thanks, Bush. Yeah, we'll have to post a photo on the socials. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm having a... An- a midlife crisis, which has involved me shaving my head for the first time since I was 11, and uh, and combining it with a little tash as well, which I've often like taken the piss out of my friends for having moustaches before, and now I am that person. It's good. I, I, li- I like it. I've given it the thumbs up. We were just chatting about it before we kind of uh, hit record. Uh, producer Will, not so keen. No, I like it. It's just not as good as his previous haircut. So... You know, I still think it works, but I think the previous cut was stronger. So, unfortunately, now, you know, who knows if it's ever going to grow back to its full ma- majesty. Where else can you go? I mean, could you do? Um, uh, wasn't the, the the Romanian national team in like uh, one of the World Cups all dyed their hair blonde? You could do that, Matt. That'd be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, like Dan Petrescu. Yeah, that was yes. World Cup '94. Was that? I think that was. Uh, I think it was, might be. That was brilliant. Yeah, that was brilliant. I was that maybe. Um, I'm thinking of maybe a mohawk, so I could just just nice. shave actually the sides and um, don't know really. Maybe we could, we could ask the listeners. What do you What do you want? Maybe give me about three months' notice. But uh, yeah, it'd be like the Sims, like a, a Brummy Sims, where you can adjust <laughs> Statman Matt's hair to it any way you want. If you get a mohawk, that is the prelude to you getting tasered on a petrol station forecourt. So uh, that plus an, uh, like a, some kind of combat jacket. Matt, let's not go down that route. Uh, Will, I mean, I, I can only imagine having the, the um, versatility of hair like Matt, uh, like uh, Statman Matt has because I've kind of had the same haircut my entire life because you can't really do anything with it. Have you had many different hairstyles, Will? Yeah, Matt, Matt and I actually discussed this uh, last week. So I have done a Matt. I have I during during COVID when when barbers weren't open, I uh, I resorted to shaving my hair off. Um, resorted, okay. Yep, and it was fine. It, it it was fine. The only problem was I asked my wife to do it, and she started crying halfway through uh, the cut. Uh, <laughs> I'm not There's sure. There's something if it about. Was... <laughs> At Florida State Penitentiary about the whole thing, isn't there? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Shaving it off. I'm not, I'm not sure if it was because she hated it or just hated the the process. I, I, we still haven't really um, ever addressed it. But Don't get uh, back to it. it. Yeah, it's not it's not coming again. And, and then long, have you ever had long hair, Will? I can, I can imagine you would like maybe shoulder uh, length hair. That would be kind I've of had, nice. I've had like, I might, I'm sort of brushing my hair down. I've had my hair like quite long fringe wise. Emo. But it goes, it's very, I mean, it, it goes very long on top. 
um, it, it, a good, good natural uplift, I've been told before. If you may uh, say so himself, he's got that on LinkedIn. <laughs> I mean, you know, my, my other half, Katie, is uh, nine years younger than me. So she's, it's like a, a slight generational difference. But she, all of her photos of her in her, in her early 30s, late 20s, uh, it's, it's that same... Remember that was that era in the in the early two thousands of that kind of big fringe, the big yeah. fringe era where you kind of blow dried your fringe aggressively from the top left of your head right the way over the corner of your right eye. Remember that one? Yeah. That, was that what your hair looked like, Will? Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah, and I, I and I ha- had been no straightener as well. So it looked, oh god, oh it's awful, god. genuinely awful. It's all coming out um, now, isn't it? Eh? I used to actually. <laughs> I used to wear. If you can remember trucker caps, do you remember when trucker caps were a thing? People used to wear trucker caps a lot. I used to wear that and have my like fringe over my wow. god over my eyes. It was yeah, it wasn't it wasn't ideal. I'd say I'm now at like peak hair. Hmm. Um, I, I, I'm getting fine. visions of you know. There's an indie guy that's in EastEnders. He works on the market I've, and he's got an aggressive fringe. <laughs> shrimpy, shrimpy. Yeah, I think you're. I've got to get in shrimpy's vibes off, off of that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Library stock footage, library footage producer Will there as well. Uh, right, we've discussed <laughs> hairstyles though, um, but the, the, it seems to be I've had, we've been brilliantly inundated by you guys. Like I always say this every week, but we we love hearing the fallout from each week's quiz. And would you guys agree this week's quiz has thrown up more of uh, more dust and debate than uh, any of the previous episodes? Yeah, it's almost nearly on a par with potatoes, but it's all—it's just all been about shower snacks. I think two things really. One, people just amazed of the concept of people eating in the shower and dismissing yep. it ninety percent of the time, uh, and also the debate about what actually would be a good shower snack. So, what I'm actually—one thing I'm going to say is that I'm going to give the top five at, of what the guestination the British public said were the top five shower okay. snacks. We know apple came out on top because that was in the—that was in the podcast. Chocolate was second. Sweets was yeah. third. Sweet, what does that even mean? What does sweets, sweets even sweets, mean? What is that? Sweets. Haribo. Like a Werther's like word original. Werther's original in the shower. Isn't that the most unsettling thing you could possibly think of? <laughs> but banana was fourth. That's actually what Lloyd guessed, wasn't it? That he, he thought it was going to be a banana. And number five, and I, I can't get my head around this, is ice cream. Having an ice cream wow. in the shower Where are you is... putting it? What, if, what is wrong? Honestly, I'm so upset by this idea. Like an ice yeah, lolly, I can almost... I can almost deal with, but it would just melt. I, honestly, I, I, the sooner we can move on from this topic, that the better. And I came up with this stupid question as well. <laughs> this is your fault. This is your fault, Will. A bit interesting, though. Another, um, you know, the the inner working, strange machinations of uh, the British public's minds laid bare by the guestimators quiz. Yeah, we also had a we had a tweet in from um, or an X, if that's what we call it now, uh, Mart Sparky, who said, "A Greg's." sausage roll as at least you get a feel get a feeling it was warm and the steam would add moisture and hopefully flavor which is a bleak um image i'd like to move to maybe ban mart sparky from the quiz for one week with that particular comment because that's just that's wrong on so many levels warming the warming a sausage roll up with the the natural thermal heat of a of a shower is wrong on so many levels there were a lot of um a lot of plays for mango as well a lot of mango Mm. chats going on on socials uh saying that that would be a good thing to eat in the shower and i i get that it's like what you said on the podcast bush that with a bounty quite tropical isn't it a mango feels feels like you're sort of showering in the jungle um you know under a sort of eucalyptus or something like that being watched by pelican um Mm -hmm. personally i would never bother consuming a mango i find them to be fairly nondescript 
pointless fruits. If if we could rank, if that's a guesstimator's question, to rank yeah. fruit in the future, mango is going to be way down on my list. I don't even know um, what, it, what it looks like, to be honest with you. I've had, I've had mango when it's all prepared for you and you get it in like a yogurt or something, but I don't know if I could point out a mango in a supermarket. Well, we'll try that. Should we maybe... Give it a go. Maybe we can pop down to, down to Aldi um, in Chalkwell and we'll uh, have a little... Field trip. Little, yeah, t- test, see if you can find a mango. In fact, to be fair, Aldi and... Uh, in chocolate is not going to have any mangoes it's a mango free zone but uh, but no it's a very good point it's a very good point and uh, just a yeah, bizarre a bizarre what people eating it like an apple or they're going to cut it up and bring it in it's just too many questions to be honest with you on that uh, now Will I also hear that you uh, uh, have had like a little brainwave in the past few days and have come up with an idea of like a guesstimator spin-off show tell us about that yeah, well, if you remember, I think it was episode three, quiz three maybe or two I can't remember Bobby Seagull was on and Bobby um Post show asked us if we could get him a date from any of his oh, our yes. listeners, and then on the last episode uh, with the wonderful Lloyd Griffith, he um, made a play for one of our listeners. Amy uh, was quite keen for a date, so I'm thinking maybe we need a spin-off guestimators dating agency where we try and find our celebrity guests some dates. So I'm throwing it out yeah. to the to the to the nation. If you want to date either Bobby Seagull or in fact, and or Lloyd Griffith, then <laughs> yeah. get in touch on all the usual uh, in all the usual places, and we'll set something up. Maybe you could be eating mango in a shower together one day soon. If that's a euphemism, um, I think we might have to just uh, leave it there. Will, what well, starting starting the week with that in your mind? If that's the dirty spin-off you want to do, Will, uh, Matt and I are washing our hands of it because that's disgusting. We're not interested. That's not part of the podcast. I want to say that. That's whatever you get up to in the shower. Prison, prison radio are always looking to branch out into uh, podcasting, so that, that's good. But no, I, I, I feel bad for Bobby. I still can't believe, no offence to Lloyd, obviously, but I feel, because Lloyd was, you know, he's, he's very cool. I, I described him as quite Britpop, which seemed to jar with him at first, but he came around to it. But Bobby is such a lovely, you'd be very proud to bring Bobby back to meet your mum, wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? So I, I can't understand why... He, and I don't want him to get involved in negging. We did talk about this a couple of weeks back. He was trying to do a bit of negging in in dates to make him seem a bit more of a badass. And I, I just think Bobby Seagull's not a badass. He's a, he's a lovely, lovely man. So um, fingers crossed. And then maybe yeah, maybe the dating thing will follow. But he's just got to he's just got to hang in there and and trust trust in his bobbiness. It'll be fine. Hmm. And we, so we, do we get do we get commission if it's successful or what? So how how do we monetize this? No. So what happens is we get invited to the wedding. Yeah, and we're like a big part of the wedding. I'd say we're all best men. Um, maybe Bush's DJing. We have, yeah, we, and we do a live episode of the podcast at the wedding. I think probably is that's what happens. Yeah, Bush, oh, Bush DJs. Matt does some kind of quiz. I hand out mango. And yeah, mango we guy. Just have a great time. Yeah. Do you know what? I mean, I'd love to do this. We should do this at some point, On in all seriousness, go and do the guesstimators thing from a pub somewhere or whatever, maybe some kind of end of season shindig and invite all of our get 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 the destination down there we'll have a, a celebrity quizzer as normal and just do it in a pub and kind of get blasted drunk you know as the thing unfolds what about 100 percent. we'd love to do that in fact if you know a pub get in touch guestimators get in touch and let us know where would be a good place to do that because we definitely want to do it and maybe we'll have a little uh, get together somewhere in the country and mm. do our first ever live show for you guys. 
Yes, that'd be so yeah. good. Make sure you get in touch about that. Um, we've also got some questions, speaking of the destination and the listening public, uh, Matt, they've come in from our dear listeners. Is that correct? Yeah, listeners. That's another thing to say. Yeah, we love your communications. And yeah, people are sending in questions now. And um, we will definitely use ones that work on future quizzes. Um, oh, so right. So actual questions for the quiz, not just like um, general tidbits for us to answer, but stuff that you could use in the quiz. Well, I had an email through from Kyra. The subject line was questions, and there was just a load of questions. So there was no, uh, there's no context. I assume they were for, for guesstimators, but it could just be for us. In fact, mm-hmm. let, let's, do, let's do one of them. I love this one, and I, I plan to use this. She says, a friend asks you to come around and help paint their house... You're not so keen, but you feel you should lend a hand. How many hours of labour are you willing to offer a friend in need painting? So what's a reasonable amount of, uh, of DIY time? I've actually had to do... I've, I have done this. This has come up a couple of times in my life, actually, where I've had to... Be, I've been invited. Oh, we're having, you know, a paint together or whatever, where they get oh, loads dear. of people around and they give them beer <laughs> and they give them a paintbrush. Um, is it Nick Knowles? Because you're big. You, you've known Nick Knowles for quite a few uh, years. Haven't you? Oh yeah, knowledge. Yeah, I know the knowledge. Um, yeah, me and him get together and we just paint the town, paint the town red most nights. Well, I like that. I mean, I like this. This is good. I mean, I almost I can see her other questions on the sheet, and I think well, let's just hold them off because yeah. Kyra's questions are so damn good. We almost want to keep our powder dry and maybe bring one into the quiz. But obviously, yeah. Kyra might have a bit of a inside steer on that although she won't know what the guesstimation are going to say will she so uh no uh, how many hours would you give wouldn't do it you wouldn't would you literally say no no yeah, absolutely i'm not coming around to paint someone else's house not in a million years you know genuinely not un- not unless you're in some kind of like dire straits or you've been set up on witness relocation i'm not i'm not getting involved do it yourself okay no, that's Sorry, guys. I, n- I know never to invite you around for painting <laughs> We just paint your own paint paint your own room. You don't need friends to paint your room. What's going on there? It's just madness. I agree with what Bush is saying there, but um Thank you. I feel but but I feel like there's friends who would get pissed off at me for saying that. So I feel I would feel obliged. Don't you worry, right? Don't you worry that so much of our time in life is spent worrying about this kind of sub language of manners and ritual and not wishing to offend people and you you, you you almost got to look at like what percentage of my life am I doing exactly what I want to do, unshackled by pe- worrying that people think you're an ass. And if you if you let that that those shackles drop off and just behave in a completely just do what you want, chaotic way, it, life is is so much better. And I think here in this country we can do we can do a lot more of that. We can do it better. Don't worry about what they think, Matt. You tell them straight. You're listening to huh? the Therapy Podcast with Andy Bush. I'm right. It's also worth noting that only half of Bush's room is painted. The room he's <laughs> in right now, one wall is completely white and the other one's blue. So clearly, maybe he had a bad experience, invited someone over to help and they just painted oh. half the wall and they got so annoyed with him being so so rude and obnoxious that they left. Well, they just left. My other half Katie's dad, my father-in-law, is a painter and decorator. And I, I always, no offence to him, I always thought I was must be pretty easy to do painting do you know what I mean like it's just painting at the end of the day oh my god it's so the thing is it's all prep isn't it like stuff we've got to do that bit with the tape to make sure you don't go over the lines and cutting in oh my god it's just and stuff goes on your glasses it's just I I, I couldn't do it in a million years and it's it's back-breaking work so respect to the painter and decorators out there and that's why uh inviting people around to paint your house 
is so terrible. Do you know what I mean? There are two more questions from Kyra, but should we save them for another week? I think that's yeah, quite they're a good, good idea, isn't it? Let's save them. Save them. But send us your questions. If, you think, if you've got a really good idea for a guesstimator's question, send them in. We'll reference you. We'll use them. Yeah, they're brilliant. And, and the best thing is, is people are getting it. You know, the idea of a guesstimator's question is, is a... It's a term uh, that makes our hearts gl- uh, glow because that's great. It's great that you guys are getting into it. And, you know, there's loads of different ways to get in touch with us. You can contact us on email, hello at guestimators.com, social media, or on all the main ones, and the voice notes like Amy going on about chomping on down on stuff uh, and showers, <laughs> slightly unsettling in the most recent episode, uh, 07457404279. That's 07. 07- Four five seven four zero four two seven nine. Right then, what are we quizzing about this week in the podcast and the guesstimators quiz, Statman? This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full '90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this week's quiz is called Sleeping, Strawberry Fields and Saving Lives. Um, Uh So round one um, is going to be about ranking the emergency services from most cool to least cool. Think about questions like who is cooler, a police officer or a paramedic? Right, and I imagine your your personal experience may inform that. Maybe you've had a paramedic's been there and saved you you in a situation has been there for you or something like that. It'll be, it will be it will kind of instruct the way uh, or inform the way that you vote for this so that'll be interesting yeah so that's that's quite a fun one and uh, so round two is um, it's a music question it's going to be about the Beatles basically we asked the guest nation if they had to sing a Beatles song to someone who's never heard music before what Beatles song would you choose so it's so it's it, I guess it's half about what, what you know what are the good Beatles songs but also like if if this concept of someone who's never heard music before. What would you What would you sing to them? Lovely. What kind of Beatles compilation album colour are you going to be uh, referencing? Will it be the blue? Will it be the red? A lot of questions there. And then the final one, Matt, what are we going for? The final one, nice and easy. What's the ideal length in minutes for a nap? Um, wow. So try and think of that. Also, you know, what's the difference between a nap and a sleep? There you go. That's a, that's a big philo- philosophical question for our age. I had a nap Amazing. today, actually. Did you? And how long was it? Uh, about 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Was that in the lounge? Like, mouth open, like some kind of Greek tragedy? No, it was in, or were you in, in bed? This, it was in this bed that you see behind me. Okay, that's cool. did, you, did you take yourself off for a nap? Or did your, your wife say, well, go and, have, go and have a lie down? I put Teddy, my toddler, down for, a, for his own nap. And my wife took Delilah, our youngest, out for a, for a sleep, for a walk, walk, walking sleep. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity to have a nap because I was absolutely shattered and it was lovely. It was absolutely glorious, and it was a very rare occasion. So I'm just that might help. And the, yeah, it's going over. I think the the main thing with this like with this final section, this final question is going to be crossing the the Rubicon of nap or 
mouth open, dry tongue, sleep, don't know where you are, don't know what day of the week it is. And and you get into proper REM and then you've gone too far. So have a think about that. We can't wait to hear uh, some of your views on these as well. It's over to you, our dear listeners. Uh, Make sure you're registered at guestimators.com. Get involved. Don't just listen to this but not play the quiz. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? You'll be sent a link to play every Monday morning. And that is all from us. Until next time, get in touch at Guestimators. We will speak to you soon. (laughs) 